I'm at Stone Brewing in Berlin with Thomas Tyrell, who's the um, master brewer here. Is, yep. is that's, yep. that's that's the right? Somewhat right. correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, Thomas, tell us what that actually means. What as the master brewer, what's your role here at, at Stone? Uh, well, basically everything that has to do with beer, equality, raw materials, buying, uh, recipes, and um, tasting. Okay. Do you do any? Do you do any hands-on brewing, or is it is it kind of one step back from that? Yeah, it's a bit step back. We have a team of, of 13 people, so we have four brewers and also a second brewmaster who mainly do take care of these things. But we we decide together. And we have a special pilot brew and how to change things and how to to go further with some recipes and mm-hmm. so on so yeah okay so in front of us we've got um a beer that's been recently released by, yeah. by, by stone so this is your berliner weiss yes which exactly. is obviously um very very traditional beer in terms of where the brewery is um based how how important was it to you to to to, to brew a beer that was was kind of true to to, to where the where, where the brewery is through to town you say yes yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah it was very important because um, if you want to be um, local and I think the beer style itself is, is has been underestimated for lots of decades and now the the microbrewers are picking it up in Berlin but as well in the US and in the worldwide uh, brewing scene. And so it's most natural for us to do it as well, especially as we can reach out to some really experienced Berliner Weisse brewers from, from cent- uh, decades ago and uh, kind of like talk to them about the process, how to do it and um, yeah, and, and select also the microorganisms that's mm-hmm. so important for this beer. Okay, so t- to tell us about the beer then, what, what, what is it that makes this beer so unique to, to, to where we are? Um, it was like a century ago, it was the beer of Berlin. So like, I don't know, 50% of the beers were Berliner Weisse style. And um, what's it so unique about it is it's so refreshing because it's um, so acidic. And the acidity comes from uh, lacto acid, um, lactic acid bacteria fermentation. And uh, we selected a few strange strains for this and uh, to make it how it is. Um, and well, let's have a try. Yeah, cheers. So what do you think? There's a there's a dryness in, yes. in there, which which really comes through. You, you have got the the slightly sweet sour edge to it mm-hmm. as as well, um, but it finishes really clean in in, in terms and and it's one of these beers that it just kind of it makes you want to dive back in. Uh, again and drink some more yeah and and and, and some more so is, is that what it's designed to do is, is just have people drinking it all day long we would we, we try it um of course to go to that direction but it was um um yeah with maybe luck when we're developing the recipe and, and mm-hmm. getting the right microorganisms for this beer and so on so so was the recipe di- was it something that you developed quite quickly or did you take a lot of time? Were there some pilot brews of it? Did you play around with it and, uh, until we, you we, got it to exactly what you wanted it to be? We actually were trying it out the complete last summer. So I don't know if you if you look at the pilot series, we have um, also lots of votings for these and we kind of like look at the online votes on, on that and how people think pilot prototype one, pilot prototype two and so mm-hmm. on. And... Um, so that was kind of impressive and also guiding us a bit. 
So it's, it's not it's not something you rushed into in terms no, of. No, no. We, we have to get this bear out. We're going to no, take no. some time to it was, was get it right. Last year when we started, we brought over um, the successful beer types from the US, like our IPA and the Arrogant Bastard. Mm-hmm. And so we hadn't any. It was just something we wanted to do. And then it turned out, and then Greg came back, and Thomas. All the time I'm here, I'm literally, I'm trying all everything, but I'm always get, going back to your Berliner Weisse. <laughs> so um, that was born, and then there was a certain demand, and we said, okay, let's go, let's put it yeah. on the on in, in larger scale and and make it available as well in cans. Mm-hmm. So so it's, it's it's available now in cans. In cans, yeah. Recently released. Yes, in in August we did it. Yes, as well. Um, what's what's the feedback been like on it? As uh, it's, people it's been, str- it's uh, some people are overwhelmed. They love it, and then uh, others say, "Nah, that's not mine." So it's really drastic. You know, yeah. normally you have like a direction. Okay, that's a, a four out of five tendency or three out of five tendency, but this one is either four to five or zero to one. Mm-hmm. So you have nothing in between. So yeah. it's um, it's. Probably as well the expectations that people have, because they they don't know the beer style Berliner Weisse, and they expect a Hefeweizen or mm-hmm. uh, something similar. So, so, so they're not expecting quite the kick that they get yes. when, yeah. when when they taste it. Yeah. So it, it's probably fair to say that Stone Brewing are probably one of the world's biggest craft breweries, and landed in Germany sort of 18 months ago. Yep. Now. Um, how do you think the brewery has been received locally in, in terms of, of, of what you're doing? Are, are you are you hitting a local market, and and, and are people coming here and, and trying the beers? Yeah, that's it's kind of interesting. I had a friend of mine was here yesterday. He was expecting, he hasn't been here before, but he was expecting a lot of beer geeks or maybe people that think all of a sudden craft beer is hip and then he was completely surprised of the people that here are in our restaurant because it's mainly local people from southern Berlin that mm-hmm. are living close to the, to the restaurant and brewery and that's kind of interesting so and that's I think it's an awesome indicator because people love to be here um, and it's local and, and we are um, connecting to the city quite well mm-hmm. so that's nice. So, so, and from, from your point of view how important do you think this site is to to Stone Brewing in, in terms of their their, their plans uh, across well across the world now because they've got you know a number of major sites. Yeah, I think this site is. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think by the architecture? It's it's a big hall and it reminds you of a, um, a maybe a square. I think it's, it's, it, it doesn't feel like you're in a big hall and you're all by yourself. It feels more you are outside, inside out. Yeah. And and you don't feel lonely because something is happening maybe on the other side of the hall, but you don't feel like being in a 200-seat restaurant, the only guest. It's not like that, even though we are almost the only guests here. Yeah, I, I was quite surprised when I walked, walked in because it, it wasn't what I expected at all. Yeah. And it, it's a big space, yeah. but as you say, it, it doesn't feel big. It, it, it feels quite small for, for what it is but you get up and you walk around and you, you really get a feel for the size of the space yeah. as as well and it's it's from you know obviously we've travelled over from the UK today to come and visit and you know you've actually got a you've got to make the effort to get here yeah. it, it's not somewhere where you can stumble across yeah 
you actually have to, to, to come here. So it's, it's interesting to hear you say that actually you're you're tapping into the local market and, and, and people are coming as a as a result of that and they're coming to experience what, what you're doing here. Yeah. Now, you're obviously brewing a lot of beers here, so yeah. you know you, you can just look at the tap list to, to see how, how many beers you've got going on here at any one time. And, and you're brewing some of the, the the core stone beers as well, so so the beers that this company has become known for worldwide. Yes. Yeah. Are, are those beers are they, are they the same? Are they the same recipes as that's being brewed in in, in the states? Um, a bit different, because when we brought it over, we had to, for instance, the Aragon Bastard. We decided, okay, we're going for local malts. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense to bring malts over, so we did a lot of trials to kind of match it, and um, now it's kind of um, that we are very happy with the style how it turns out. Now then we have, for instance, our pale ale the Ripper we brought over, but we said okay, in the US it's just Australian and and American hops, and we said okay, let's let's ride that wave. And that's where the name comes from. It's a surfer slang for nice riding a good wave. Mm-hmm. That's the Ripper. And um, so we said we ride this wave over to the Atlantic Ocean as well and take some German hops into the beer as well. So it's, it's different and it's by purpose different, but they, they are still stone style. So that's, they, they are true to the style, how we interpret an IPA or a pale ale or our strong ale, Aragon Bastard. And we, we've noticed that from because we've been working our way through the, 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 certainly the locally brewed menu. Yep. Yep. Uh, as well, and we've noticed particularly some of your um, the, the, the sort of uh, the special series that you brew just for here. Yeah. That actually, what you're you're doing is you're using European hops. Yes. In in, in the brews. Well, some of it. The the IPA still remains um, American hops. Yeah. Because uh, but we are observing the development. I mean, if you see the demand that that brewers have created, the U.S. craft brewers on the hops. Um, it's completely changed the perception and, and what they wanted to have and so hop growers changed the varieties they are, they are growing and um, now the German hop growers or the Europeans start the same but they are like 10-15 years behind so but uh, they will pick up fast because uh, the demand starts to grow and they'll look all into it. What, what we found though was that, um, and I do hope people were able to hear what you just said with, with, with what felt like the live band playing behind us there, um, we, we were finding that, that those beers that we were drinking that yeah you could taste that European slant on them but fundamentally they were still kind of the, the west coast style yes. that, that Stone are mm. famed for. Yep. Um, and it, it's interesting, uh, an interesting observation as well is that certainly in the UK at the moment, we, we're going through what, what can only be described as a um, surge in interest of the, um, the New England style IPA, so the, the cloudy, juicier beers. Yeah. And it's interesting to see that actually in, in, in that time, that, that Stone kind of ignored that style almost completely. And just carried on doing what you guys do in terms of producing yeah. West Coast IPAs that are crisp, they're bitter, they've got that massive finish to them. Yeah. Is, is that something that you've set out to do purposely or have, have you thought about maybe dipping a toe in, in that market? Um, we're doing some trials, isn't that? but it's just a pilot series, but our IPA remains our IPA. 
that's, that's not going to change. Yeah. And I think that's something, um, um, well, that's the other thing is a trend, but the, the Stone IPA is something we have, we are happy with since, since we launched it. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's something that should stay as characterized as it is. Yeah. I mean, we, we absolutely enjoyed the Stone IPA today it was tasting absolutely bang on in, in, in terms of it, it's certainly the best that I've ever tasted it you know and we're, we're, we're quite lucky now obviously we're getting cans of it in the UK that yeah. are fresher than we would have ever got that beer coming from the States yeah. but to actually come to the brewery and try it super fresh it's just an experience to behold and yeah. you, you know I, I would say to anybody that, that that's listening to this from home that you know, it, it cost us less to get here today than it would cost us to get from London to Manchester in in, in the UK on a train. So, and about the same amount of time as as well. So, if, if you've got the time to come here and just visit this amazing space that, that you've created here and also just to try the beers that, that, that you and your team are, are brewing. Um, I'm quite interested in terms of you as well in terms of what what's your journey been to to, to stones uh, oh it's a long one so, so, what, so, what, so what did you do before <laughs> before you here what's, what's what's your history of brewing well i um started in the early 90s with classical apprenticeship for become a brewer and monster and then uh, in the mid 90s i had the first chance to go over to the yes and brew for a small brewery named saxa brewing in portland oregon and um, that was a quite nice experience, seeing that, how the development of the craft brewing scene was back then. Um, then I came back and uh, worked for a couple of breweries, um, Germany, Spain, South Korea. And, um, and then I joined the, finally thought I put the, some theory background, so, so I went to the Technical University. Mm -hmm. And after that I stayed with the VLB, the Research and Teaching Institute for Brewing here in Berlin. And then the institute received an invite. Oh, there's a new beer opening, a new brewery in Berlin. And um, you will get to know the site on Saturday morning and in the afternoon we have the event there. So everybody was like, what is that invitation? What is this about? And I said, well, we don't know, but I go. So I was here when when Greg literally dropped the stone and um, that was impressive. Yeah. I thought it's that just not not it's more than just opening a small brew pub, which is of course something, but um, I think it's more um, so I was um, yeah, from that point I was nervous and I say if you're looking for a brewmaster I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and and here you are. Yeah, eight, that's how 18, it goes. Mon 18 months on. Yeah. So well, that's actually three years ago now. Oh, really? So, yeah. so you've been, so, so the site's been open for about eighteen months. Yeah. But but you've been on board for three years. Yeah. For and the planning. Was that in kind of recipe development and? Yeah, but also planning the site and construction and, yeah. and getting the, the everything right. So, mm -hmm. bit of a journey. Because yeah. ju just to give our listeners a, a bit of an idea of the the scale of what what we've got here, so we're in what can probably only be described as a, a as, as maybe a small aircraft hangar. Um, of, of which maybe at least a third of it is the brewery. Yeah, it, but it, you don't itself. see the pack hall, so it's um, another building aside yeah. that has a similar size of where the brewery is that mm -hmm. part. So. So, so, so what we're seeing from where we're sitting here is li literally a glass divide where, yeah. where you can see all of the, the, the brewing equipment yeah. th through here. 
that the other half of the building is kind of the bars and and, and the restaurant and where, where you come to, to to enjoy the beers and it's 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 a significant space that 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 you've you've got here. It must be difficult to, especially when you think that. Y- y- your bar downstairs can it can take up to seventy five beers on on tap at a time, is it? Yeah. How do you keep that volume of beer coming through to to, to make sure it's always tasting its absolute best? The guys at the bars they check, they check every day. Mm-hmm. There's a the cleaning is important, and also like if a keg is empty, then the lines gets cleaned first, and we have a lot of um, direct draft with the keg very short lines but our, our big ones our big beers our, our, our year-round beers they come from a, a cold box and it's a, a bit longer tube to the to the um, uh, to the bar mm-hmm. yeah but it's quite an effort what they do but I think it's it's important and um, to have make people the experience that they um, uh, desire and that they want to come back and also want to buy more craft beer and get more into the tasting rhythm yeah yeah and the interest of try out new things so that's what it is about so and, and which which is the beer that you find <coughs> sells the most here what, what what's the beer that people come here to, to, oh, it's to an IPA. The, 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 yeah. the, the classic the classic stone IPA yeah that, that's what people are drinking yeah I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not, I'm really not <laughs> having, having, having really enjoyed that myself. So, so we've got a couple of... Um, when we do these sorts of things, we, we always ask our listeners to submit some questions as well yeah. because we, we, we like to involve them in, in what we do. So I've got a couple of questions from some of our listeners. So um, first of all, at Miles Lambert asks, um, why Berlin? Um, why, why, why choose to set up a brewery here of, of all of the places you can set up in Europe? But I think I think Greg fell in love with the, the the place first, and then fell in love with the city, mm-hmm. and then like thinking about okay, it's Central Europe and so on. But it's it's really unique that you have a, a capital in, in in Europe where you have such an old um, 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 industrial hall uh, empty, a heritage building from that's built I think in 1901. And um, so that's unique, and also the space that you can maybe grow a bit with the brewery there. So that's the unique part of this spot here. Mm-hmm. And also, as a follow-on from, from that, Miles also said, at the moment, what are you seeing as your biggest European market? So where where is most of your beer going to at, when at it's the, not being sold here? No, actually, it's going to the UK. Yeah, <laughs> shock. <laughs> 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 so, so, so we're getting a, a lot of your stuff because I mean, we have seen recently, you, you, you know, that all of a sudden, I, th- I think it was about what six to eight months ago that suddenly stone cans uh, uh, appeared in like Tesco's and Morrison's, which are a couple of our biggest supermarkets in the UK, and it was literally like Twitter was having a meltdown because it was all of a sudden th- these beers that were previously only available through online retailers or if you went to the brewery in the states yeah we're now suddenly available in in, in supermarkets and you could just walk in and you can buy yeah you, you can buy the beers which is yeah super fresh as as, as well which has been which has been a really? great thing for awesome us. Yeah. awesome that's what i like to hear because we make a big effort to get the beer fresh out and um, i'm always a little bit 
wondered because we are like spreading out in Europe and of course it's uh, still long days it's of course much closer than from the US but if you say it's two weeks old you're getting it awesome yeah like, I'm we're, happy we're, we're, ha <laughs> and we're happy with, with that as well the, the other question that we had was from um, Jamie H who um, is on Twitter at, at Merchant of Shite he asks um, knowing how loyal a lot of Germans are about their local beers how do you think the attitudes towards different beer will change now you're here and we we are local so um, that's that's one one thought but I think in general the the craft beer development in, in Germany will be different than in, in other countries because there has been still a broad um, small brewery diversity and I think uh, a lot of um, these breweries will now also start to become a bit more creative than they they used to be and uh, so the, the the development here will be a bit different it won't be only like the newcomers it will be also the the ones that are that are existing and and they try out new things that's more what i expect but i think berlin is different because berlin was a very there was only one huge industrial brewery left and since the year 2000 every year brew pub at least one brew pub opened okay and so it's a, it's a different so dynamic it's a growing here. market yeah. yeah well yeah it's a share of the market mm -hmm. let's put it that way so where where do you go next with stone so you, you obviously you've had the first 18 months which has been very much about you establishing the brewery getting the beers right get getting people to, to come here and experience the, the site where do you go now what's what, what's next for you guys oh, I, I think we we're, we're we're still in 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 seeing now where we are and how it we, of course we're reaching out and um, Maybe there will be one or another tap room that we're looking into, mm -hmm. and um, but yeah, so we are just um, make it more solid what we started here in, in 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 Europe. But from the US, we are reaching out to have more beers in in Southeast Asia and uh, um, opening a, a tap room there here and there to to be more present with mm -hmm. our beers. But it's not not about opening a brewery there. So so do you get to? spend much time in the US or are you purely based here in terms of making sure the beers here are right yeah I'm, I'm over in the US like maybe twice a year okay so just meeting with the brewmasters and um, comparing so we have just our, our, our quality brewmaster from the US here mm -hmm. uh, every day we have long tasting so we pick out all the beers that we've brewed this year and we taste it in comparison to US beers and see how close we are or how uh, how stone style it is and yeah so it's pretty he's he was he's, he's going back happy <laughs> that's, that's a good thing for you yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um well listen thomas thanks for your time i really appreciate it um really enjoying drinking the berliner vice uh, thank you as, uh, as well so i think we're going to continue uh drinking this now uh cheers Prost.